Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining me on this week's edition of the Blue Tech Tasting Menu. My name is Divya Inna. I'm a water technology market analyst here at Blue Tech. This week, we catch up with Glenn Diker, our nutrient expert on Hitachi's Pegasus technology. We are writing up a technology review on this particular technology and we'll be publishing it in our upcoming intelligence briefing. But we wanted to share some of our discussions with Glenn on this podcast with you here today. Next, we speak to our produced water expert, John Vale. John will be hosting a roundtable on the beneficial use of produced water, covering both the challenges and opportunities. He'll be presenting this at the forum later this year in Dublin. Let's begin our conversation for the week with Glenn. Thank you for joining us, Glenn. We're speaking with you today about Hitachi's new advanced bioencapsulation technology for nitrogen removal called Pegasus. Pegasus, for those who don't know, is a biological treatment process that encapsulates nitrifying bacteria into small three millimeter cubes of polymer to produce nitrifying pellets. The polymer is made of material such as polyethylene glycol, and these pellets are added into an aeration tank to remove ammonia in the wastewater. Glenn, what do you say is the most significant advantage of the Pegasus technology? Where Pegasus has been applied uh, most widely is in uh, nitrification. And we know that the nitrifying bacteria grow a lot slower than the uh, other bacteria that remove the organics. So the difference between a uh, typical BOD uh, removal only plant and a nitrification plant is the uh, biological reactor might be four or five times bigger. With Pegasus, where we don't have to make it bigger to grow those organisms, we can use a biological reactor that's the same size as BOD removal. So we saved all that volume, which is cost, but also increasingly as uh, as we need to uh, uh, build plants that are more compact, it's also the space savings associated with that because the biological reactors are a big port, part of the uh, both the cost but also the uh, site uh, for a wastewater treatment plant. Uh, and also because you're specifically putting the organisms in there, uh, you potentially have a process that's more robust. So you're not depending on, on them growing in the process, you're uh, retaining them in these, uh, uh, in these uh, cubes uh, that, are, that are physically retained in the process. Right. Thanks, Glenn. And of course, Bluetech have been following the microbial encapsulation technology for some time now, and we're aware of two other vendors who are developing a similar technology. And they've both received uh, a fair amount of success um, with their respective technologies. But with Pegasus in particular, how how far along is the technology? And one of the advantages of Pegasus is that, uh, you know, this is something which uh, is developed in Japan, uh, but uh, has been uh, practiced and applied in Japan for 20 years or so. So, yes, there are others that are looking at uh, encapsulation technologies and so forth. The big difference is that with Pegasus, they've actually been doing this full-scale with quite a number of uh, large installations over an extended period of time. So uh, they have the, the 
practical aspects uh, and the equipment and the hardware of retaining and so forth, uh, you know, they have that experience of having done things uh, in the field for some time. Thanks, Glenn. I suppose, as they say, in theory, there's no difference between theory and practice, but in practice, there is. So we can spend a long time trying to achieve something in the lab, but it's a whole new different ball game when you're out in the field. And going forward, how do you see microbial encapsulation technology integrate into the wastewater treatment market? What is likely to happen is, uh, in addition to looking to adding slow-growing nitrifiers, as other process options develop, uh, you know, folks are looking at things like partial nitritation and anamox, different processes like that where we also uh, face difficulties in terms of retaining the, the, uh, uh, the desired organisms in the system. Now we have, with something like uh, Pegasus, use and encapsulating these uh, other organisms, now we have an ability again to selectively keep those organisms in the process in the places that we want them doing the things that we want them to do. So uh, now that would be quite disruptive as that start, starts to happen, which I do believe that, that it will. So I think the gaining some experience on the physical side uh, with the retention of the cubes and so forth uh, sets the stage for a broader range of applications down down the line uh, as uh, we look at using this in the same functional way but incorporating other or other difficult to retain organisms in the system great thanks Glenn Blue Tech clients can, of course, read more about this in our upcoming intelligence briefing. Now, the report will go into further details about the technology. We will be discussing its capabilities and how it compares to other in-class and not-in-class technologies as well. We'll next speak to John Vale about his produced water roundtable briefing that he will present at the forum. We have in line with us John Vale. John is part of our O2 assessment, O2 technology assessment group member. He's our expert in produced water. John will be hosting a roundtable on the topic at Bluetech Forum 2017 in Dublin this year. John, thank you for joining us. Can you give us an overview of what we might expect to hear from you at the roundtable briefing? Yes, Nadivia, thank you for inviting me to speak this morning. I'm going to talk about beneficial use of produced water and what are some of the opportunities for doing that? What are some of the challenges of doing that? Uh, currently, we have a very large volume of produced water generated in the United States every day. Much of that water is injected back in the ground to support additional oil development and production, but there's still a very huge amount of water remaining that needs to be managed in one way or another. I'm gonna talk about uh, the possible opportunities to reuse some of that water to go back into the oil and, and gas industry or other industries or, or various other water sources. Well, I suppose wells that had previously been drilled but not completed will be completed and, and brought into production quickly. 
and we are seeing new drilling and completion activities take place also. And of course, we're now starting to tap into unconventional fields where water cannot be re-injected back into the formations. So with all this taking place, we can certainly expect a rapid increase in the volume of produced water that, that will require management. But tell me, John, when does beneficial reuse become an attractive management option? So beneficial reuse becomes more attractive under certain circumstances. And one of those is when uh, the cost of managing your water using more conventional methods uh, becomes higher. It means that there, you do the economics of treating your water and reusing it become more in line with the other competing options. Secondly, if you have sustained drought in certain regions, that uh, you will then have the ability to uh, not rely on ground or surface water supplies. You can more or less generate your own water supply by treating your own produced water. Fantastic. Thanks very much, John. We, we, we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Thank you, Divya. And finally, a date to note in your calendar. Myself and our biosolids expert Bill Toffey will be hosting a web briefing on the topic of biosolids. The, the topic will cover um, trends and market opportunities of biosolids management. The webinar will take place next week on the 15th of February at 4pm GMT. The purpose of the webinar is to summarise key findings from the Insight Report that we've recently published on the topic. We'll be providing an overview of the main technologies and companies active in the biosolids treatment market. We'll then touch upon emerging technology developments and, of course, summarise market drivers and specific market-related barriers related to sludge management. So if you'd like to, get in, if, if you'd like to attend the event, please get in touch with us. Thank you.